Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, September 26th otherwise known as the premiere night for Dancing with the Stars, which I'll be at. I am so excited. I'm going with a few girlfriends. I'm going uh, with three other girlfriends. Shout out Jenna, Valerie, and Allison. And we are going there. We have to get there pretty early. You know, the way that these live tapings work, so you guys know I used to be in this business as a casting director. And I used to work, my first show that I was a casting assistant was um, That's So Raven, the original Raven Simone show. And, um, for Disney and it was 2003 to 2005 or four when I worked on it and Friday night was the live taping and it was so exciting. The live taping is the best part of those week long sitcoms, those Monday through Friday sitcoms. And just so you guys know, this is the way it works. Monday morning is the, this is like after the, the cast is set and the script is done, whatever. Monday morning is the table read at this. This is how it worked on this show. The table read. And that means all the cast and crew sit around a table, a really big conference table, and um, they they read the script out loud with the director, you know, giving his uh, stage direction, and then they go straight to rehearsal and the writers start changing certain things. Tuesday is the first run through just for the producers and the writers. And we go to that, right? We would go downstairs to the set, and but it would be pretty empty. Wednesday was the run through with the network and the studio. So Disney peeps would come on over and it would be a bigger deal. And then Thursday, they would start shooting early in the morning. They would sh- shoot half the scenes and um, without a live audience. And then Friday evening, after they would shoot all day, Friday too, Friday evening, they would save a few scenes for live audience night. And that's where the energy really popped up. There was nothing like it. Everyone was there. All the people were in the audience, the warm-up guy. There was like music. We would have tons of amazing food. We would have all the executives on the set. There is nothing like the magic of a live taping. Um, Dancing with the Stars, I've never been to. I've never actually been to like a game show. I've only been to sitcoms. So I don't know what the difference is. But you guys know that I will be reporting to you. And if I don't have to give up my phone and if I'm allowed to be, uh, you know, recording, I don't know how they work, but if you're allowed to be doing like Instagram stories, trust me, I will be posting. So just follow me. Even if I'm not able to talk about it during the show, I will talk to you guys about it after and I'll get really deep into it tomorrow's episode. And then of course on the Patreon, I'll give you all the real scoop that I can't say. Um, what am I wearing? Lots of you guys want to know. So this is so funny. They say, if you go to Dancing with the Stars live, they say, this is a glamorous event. Make sure to dress as if you're going to a night out on the town. I'm like, okay. 
can you imagine that I show up with my prom dress and my updo? I will not be wearing that. I think I'm going to just wear like a cute dress or maybe I'll wear um, just like a fun top and, you know, like pleather leggings and boots, something along those lines, maybe some heels. I don't want to be uncomfortable. And I'm also, this is my anxiety, but I'm always worried about being cold because it's always cold in the studios. Always, 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 whenever you guys go to a live taping, just know it's going to be cold because there's always big lights and they like to keep it cold for the crew. That was the biggest qualm I had when I worked on the TV shows that I worked on. It was always so cold. Um, Welcome to the show, you guys. I gave you a little bit of a Dancing with the Stars background before. If you don't know, I go live five days a week here. I have a YouTube show, of course, and then my podcast is audio on Spotify and on the podcast app. And now I have video on Spotify and I so appreciate you guys. I'm doing a little, I'm going to request something of you on my Facebook group. I requested it. And so many of you guys were awesome. We need to lift up my, my rating right now. I was at a 4.5 this morning. I'm like, girl, no. The reason why that happened was because I did get into some, hmm, how can we say it? Some controversial topics related to Jeff Lewis and Heather McDonald a few weeks ago. And someone sent the cavalry out to bring me down, but it's okay because I got my dosers who are going to bring me up. So thank you so much for lifting up the ratings, writing a review on the Apple podcast app specifically. And then of course, if you're here on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, like, comment, all those things. I also want to remind you guys that I am hosting, for the first time, a Podcast 101 course. It's going to be four weeks in October, and you're going to get me. It's me and you. And I have, I think, half the spots left for the class. It's going to be an intimate class, 10 people only, and um, it will be – all the information is on the link below or in my – the link on my bio, and I'm going to help you guys create and launch your own podcast. Cheers. Candace Cameron, shout out. If you know, you know. Okay. Speaking of, Candace Cameron was actually on a season of Dancing with the Stars. Do you guys remember that? I saw that she posted a throwback. So who am I most excited to see tonight on Dancing with the Stars? I am excited to uh, uh, Coach JB is asking, do you teach editing as well? I teach it all from the top to bottom. I teach how I record, how I publish, how I shift things on the audio side, on the video side, and then how I market it by creating like these little, um, you know, uh, short video clips like yesterday's Sister Wives one. (laughs) Um, So who am I most excited about tonight? Obviously, Mauricio and Ariana. We have to see if Kyle Richards is in the audience. I want to see how Ariana does. I am dying to know how they all are as dancers. I have a feeling Mauricio is going to pull out a little Latin. Absolutely. I got a DM last night from someone saying, wait, Mauricio doesn't say absolutely. He says amazing. But every time I hear the word amazing, all I think of is Aisha from Aisha from Below Deck Down Under. And if you guys know and watch that show, she's the chief stew on Bravo's Below Deck Down Under and her voice is amazing, amazing. Oh, you look fabulous. It's amazing. Her voice is the craziest thing. You can't make it up. And I always think to myself, like, I'm not a slow talker. And I I do take pauses on the show and I get it. I heard you. I hear you. But I'm not a slow talker. And so when I hear her talk, I'm like, you got to fast forward. Okay. It's more chipper than that. Annabelle says it's more chipper. It's amazing. It's amazing. How about that? Good? 
All right. We are going to get into today's show. We have so many stories and a lot of them are because of you guys because you're posting them in the Facebook group, which is so helpful because I feel like you guys give me the ins on things. So we're going to start with the story. I've got a couple of them pulled up here because I don't want to get details wrong. Kim Zolciak, we can't get rid of her. We just can't get rid of her. And I would like her to be so tardy for the party that she just doesn't come. Like, I am ready for Kim Zolciak to never be. Bethany's already on that list of people that I never want to talk about talk about again. And I feel like Kim Zolciak is really making her way to that list. I am so done with Kim Zolciak. She is just either it's her or her PR team. It's like they cannot get enough of trying to be in the news. But according to TMZ, she wants the divorce between her and Croy Bierman dismissed because she's repeatedly having sex with him. Now, yesterday we had a very high uh, sex count <laughs> on Daily Dose of Donna. We spoke highly on uh, Janelle and Cody's sex life from Sister Wives. We spoke many times about that. And a lot of you guys agree that they are, you know, they really know how to have fun. I don't want to know about Croy and Kim. Obviously, they probably have had sex. Are they still? Do we care? Is Croy Bierman really that lame? He wants to divorce her and then he just can't say no. I mean, how are you going to prove this? Are you setting up cameras? And by the way, just because you're still having sex does not mean that you don't get divorced. Lots of people have sex and then get divorced. It's like, this is not a reason. This is not an accurate reason. Am I right? Does she even have any fans is the question. The answer is clearly since people are posting about her, but do they love to hate her or do they love to love her is the question. I don't know. Not interested. But it's on the top of everyone's news. So we got to bring it up. We got to say it. Like, okay, now I feel like I said it. It's like Camille Grammer always. Don't want to say it. We haven't been able to say it. We don't want to say it, but now we said it. We said it. And speaking of that scene, that quote is from Taylor Armstrong. Uh, the scene with Taylor Armstrong on Real Housewives, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season two. And that was where Camille Grammer and Adrian Malouf and a few of the other women sat down with Taylor Armstrong and basically said, you're not telling us, but we know that Russ, or you've told us off camera, or we have a feeling that Russell is beating you. And Russell Armstrong was Taylor Armstrong's, who he's now deceased, husband at the time. He he ended up, uh, you know, committing suicide. So it was a tragic, tragic story. But that was such a dark time. But let's try to, you know, change paths. Taylor Armstrong has now been now season two of, or we'll see if she gets a season two of Real Housewives of OC. Remember, she's the only housewife that has made that crossover from Beverly Hills to OC, but she's just a friend of. Did you guys know that? She's just a friend of. She's not an official housewife. <sighs> okay, she posted, well, I think it was actually Bravo that posted it. You know, you guys, I'm going to say something real bad. I'm going to say it. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it, Camille Grammer. I don't believe that certain women after a certain age need to be doing the kinds of, uh, you know, transition. Instagram reels. I want the Bravo TV social media coordinator 
to start realizing that certain uh, certain ages don't need to do that like hand in front of the camera and then now I'm glammed. I, number one, I know that this is like, this is a social media thought, but I feel like we've done it. We've been there. We've done it. Like I don't want to see people dancing. I don't want to see people pointing. And I definitely don't need to see the transition. We saw it with Tamara today. We saw it with Taylor yesterday. We've seen it with every single freaking housewife that's been on Watch What Happens Live. I think we've got to move on from that trend. I don't know. I don't know. Now, Brissa says my cousins still do boomerangs. I can't get rid of the wine glass boomerang. It's very hard for me. This is like a, an issue. If, is, there a, is there some sort of like a program, like a self-help program, how to stop boomeranging? Cheers. Like, I can't stop that one. But anyway, Taylor Armstrong was on one of these reels. And when I tell you, and I think Taylor is pretty and she looks good in the, in the reveal. But when I tell you the first part of this reel, and I posted it on my stories. And if you guys know, you know, she looks, guys, it's scary. My friend who is going to remain, remain nameless told me she looks like weird Barbie. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> just look up Bravo TV or go to my stories if this is still current, but go to go to Bravo TV and look at this reel. She's got no makeup on except the most insane blue eyeshadow, but it's not, it doesn't work because there's no other makeup. She looks so skinny, so skinny. And she's doing this thing in front of the camera. It's like, whoa, whoa. This, the reveal was gorgeous. It was gorgeous, the reveal. But that first part, I would have said, mm, let's not. Let's not do that. Or maybe like just wear sunglasses and just be like, I'm, you know, I just woke up. And then it was a lot, you guys. Do we like Taylor Armstrong on OC? I think she's a little harmless, but I think she's boring. The same friend that I was talking to about Weird Barbie, we had a long conversation about this. And she said, the way I, I'm so uninterested in Taylor Armstrong on this show, the way I don't care at all what she does, what she says, and what she like goes through. And I, 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 I started to think about it. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, what did she actually bring to the season of OC? And is she, is that because they didn't give her enough or is that just who she is? I think she's a really fun drinking partner for Shannon. I think that's probably who she is. We all know that she was out on that boat with Jeff Lewis and Chef Stu and that crew. They were on John Jansen's boat for Labor Day. We saw the stories. They were they were drinking. They were partying. I think Taylor and Shannon are drinking buddies. I don't know. We'll have to see. Storm says, I want to see some of Heather's wealthy friends on the show. And I'd be so interested to see that too. But I guarantee you, Heather is like the only one that's willing to kind of show up on that show because she's the actress, right? She and Terry, and you know I liked Heather this season, but she and Terry will do anything to be on camera. There are certain people out there that are just, they're just camera, they're like magnet, right? Like, you know what, like where's Waldo? There's like, they're really good at where's Waldo, but the Waldo is a camera and they're just experts at it. So they'll go to a party or go to an event or go anywhere and they're like, camera, go. It's like magnet. That's, that's my feeling. That's my feeling. Maybe he does have some sort of magnetic thing with the leather jacket that he wears. So like maybe when he does go, he's like, oh, Canon camera. It's a Sony. I don't know. I'm thinking there's got to be some sort of connection there. Um, okay. 
Let's move on. Lindsay and Carl. So Lindsay, obviously, we know has had this bachelorette party, although it's not a bachelorette because she's not getting married, we know, because she and Carl – this is from Summer House in case you guys are like, what? Because she and Carl broke up. We know that – okay, this is what we know. We know Carl broke up with her and broke her heart. We then know that she still decided to go on this bachelorette party, which was with all the women – all her girls, including a couple of the girls from the show, Danielle, which was her bestie that she wasn't besties with last season, but now is besties again because she's single. And um, uh, what's their call? What's their names? Um, Sam, cute Sam, the little blonde one, and Gabby Prescott. Am I saying that right? Gabby. Um, Ray, was Sierra there? I don't think Sierra was there. Ray is asking if Sierra was there. I know Amanda wasn't there. I didn't remember seeing Sierra, but it's possible that she was there. And I know Paige wasn't there. I mean, here's the insider scoop that I heard. Well, first I want to say this. She did have a People Magazine um, exclusive about this event. She also had, and this is a crossover that I want to see, Batch Boss. Batch Boss is Avery Singer's Bachelorette party planning service. That's Avery Singer is Ramona Singer's. This is like, you know, um, we need one of those flow charts. Ramona Singer was on the original Roni. And then she, her, her daughter, Avery, who we watched grow up, now has a show called, Bat, a, 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 a company called Batch Boss, where she does bachelorette parties and bachelor parties and also other kinds of parties. Great idea, by the way. Absolutely great idea for anyone out there that has money. Because I hate parting, party planning. I don't want to do any of it. Um, I also just can't afford Batch Boss so, or any of these companies. So I end up having to do it. And then that's why my kids get pizza at their birthday parties only. So anyway, Lindsay, um, Lindsay still had this party. And she definitely had Batch Boss as one of the promoters for the boat day. It looked like they had a great time. It looked like they were – I mean, number one, I am seriously curious. This is a serious, serious question. How do you have that many friends? Girlfriends. I probably have that many friends if I bring all my girlfriends and their husbands. And I'm not even talking about besties. I'm talking about just like girls, right? But between Lindsay and then Crystal Minkoff's 14 friends that she lost, I'm curious, how do people have so many girlfriends? How do you remember their names? And then how do you also become such a good – how do you stay a good friend to so many girls? That's my question. Like how do you – Because I have a very small but tight group of girlfriends. And with those girls, sometimes, you know, life gets busy and you forget to call them in a week or two. But I will always make sure to check in with them. And I, it's, it's like part of my routine, right? But if you have 15 friends, 15 close friends, how do you make sure that you're not being a shitty friend to them? And how do you remember all their birthdays? How do you remember all their events? How do you remember, you know, when their kid had a big day at school and like, there's no way right? There's no way. So she has 475,000 girlfriends and they all happen to be at this bachelorette party. From what we know, it wasn't shot for cameras. I don't believe it was part of a show, but I did get some insider information because yesterday I did go on a little bit of a spiral. It's like something seems up with this Lindsay and Carl breakup. There's something that feels off to me. Number one, we don't see Carl. Have you guys seen Carl on social? I haven't seen Carl anywhere. We saw him like the first week at a diner or something, but we haven't seen him yet. You guys tell me if I'm missing something, but I'm also not stalking Carl Radke on the on the reg because as you guys know, Carl Radke is, is paint dry boring to me. 
So I'm not like checking him out, but I I haven't seen anything about him. Lindsay's obviously been very much on social in the last week. She's been posting like crazy at her bachelorette party and all these events and all her friends are posting like crazy. So there's no hidden shit there. But Carl's now off the radar. So I started to go down the spiral. I did all my Google searching. I sent out some text messages. And here's what I heard from someone that I think is pretty reliable. There is no big scandal. There is no big scandal. There is no big, you know, other lover, pregnancy, uh, sexual orientation situation. From what I heard from the source, and of course, this is just a source, so this is not here, you know, uh, definitive, but from what I heard, this was just a build. This was just something that was going on for a while. And there was a lot of shit that was coming out over the summer, a lot of stuff happening to, uh, you know, I think that's like the moment where you start to get that like cold feet feeling because you're like, whoa, I don't know if this is the, the one for me. And are we sure? Are we making the right decision? Are we not? Whatever. So I think, in my opinion, I think that this was just one of those things where as you get closer to the actual wedding date, you start to realize, holy crap, I don't know if this is the one for me based on behavior I've seen over the years and specifically in this time leading up to our wedding, which is why love is blind always has that person that doesn't come and walk up the altar or comes up to the altar and makes you think that I'm falling in love with you and then just yells at you and runs away. So I'm curious to see what happens. Um, I'm curious to see what happens, but we have to assume that it was just like a typical relationship that wasn't right. And you know what? Now that they're broken up, I'm just going to say it. I never felt chemistry. I never want I have never, I don't want to be mean. Is this mean? I've never wanted to make out with Carl. Never, never once, never once wanted to make out with Carl. There's something about Carl. He's, he's by all accounts, he's a good-looking man, there's no sex appeal for me. It doesn't mean that there aren't women out there that want to sleep with him. Yes, Jessica, it's because he doesn't have, you know, pecs and a six-pack abs like Cody, like Cody Brown. You know, if you're not like Cody Brown, I don't want you. If Cody Brown has 1,000 fans, I'm one of them. If Cody Brown has 100 fans, I'm one of them. If Cody Brown has zero fans, I am his new crepe. I love Cody Brown. And you know what? That's the truth. I now, I I have to admit something. Forget Craig, forget Luke, forget Travis Kelsey, forget all these boys that I've been in love with for all these years. I now, I want to marry Cody Brown. (laughs) I think Cody Brown is, I mean, he's available. Do you think I can turn Robin? Do you think I can get Robin to finally invite me in the house? What if I go out of my way to become a sister wife for the show? (laughs) What if I go out of my way as like for the show, I decide I'm moving my ass to Flagstaff. Okay. I think I can figure out how he likes me. I'm going to put on some blouses, definitely some LuLaRoe leggings right? I'm going to wear um, like a cardigan vest. You know, they always have like a vest cardigan with long sleeves, like blouse. I am going to make so many bread products, like lasagnas. It's like a lot of casseroles, a lot of um, like 
bread products. And I'm going to go to Cody with a curling iron in hand. And I'm going to say, I want to play with your hair, Cody. Now, Andrew says, Andrew says, your beauty will fade with Cody. You know how they say that when you're pregnant with a boy, you become prettier. But when you're pregnant with a girl, they steal your beauty. Cody is that. He steals your beauty. My friend Molly texted me last night. She goes, I've never seen someone age so fast like I've seen Robin. Because I saw Robin season one and now I see Robin now. And like it's, it's, it's a whole world of a difference. It's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole world. But I'm going to take Cody. I'm going to take him aside. And I'm going to, I'm going to find a way, you know, I did get a DM from, from someone, shout out Farla. And she, and she said, do you think that Cody wears the purple rod, you know, like the, the soft sock, you know, like that, that curling thing that you see on TikTok where you put all your hair around it and you sleep with it at night and it's a soft thing and you sleep with the crown and then you pull it out and then you have these ringlets. The heatless curls. I think Cody wears them. Cody definitely shops on the TikTok shop, right? That's how where he buys. That's where he buys his anniversary gifts on the TikTok shop. He finds like all the things there. He's like, oh, I found this beautiful butterfly ring. Mm, Cody, Donna Brown. It could work. <laughs> Thank you for understanding my sense of humor, you guys. I just have too much fun talking about sister wives. All right. So back to Lindsay and Carl. <laughs> See, it's so boring compared. Like I would want, I want to watch sister wives on a boat. I want to watch, I want to watch Lindsay and why is Cody not on Dancing with the Stars? Lance, where are you? Someone pass a note. Cody Brown needs to be on Dancing with the Stars. When I tell you, can you imagine him shaking his hair? I can do the dancing. Okay. Tom Sandoval, Sleepy Hollow. Tom Sandoval was on his first episode last night of Special Forces, Mission Impossible, You Got This Dude. I don't know what it's called, Special Forces. He was on it last night. I did not watch it, although Lance does think it will be a show that we should watch together as a family. He's like, I do think this will be good because my kids like those shows. They like the, the Big Brothers and the um, the competition shows, Traders. So I feel like we can talk about this. Um, I have not watched the first episode. A lot of you guys are saying the same thing in my DMs that Tara Reid is just tragic to watch. But I've seen that coming for 10 years, right? Like we've seen that coming. Apparently on Tom Sandoval's show or on this show, he does mention in a confessional, I'm here because I want to get punished. It's obviously, listen, I know you guys hate me for this. I know you guys hate me for this. Oh my God. Ray just brought up something so good about Big Brother. I'm Big Brother for those of you that watch it. There's a guy named Cameron. Whoa, I love Cameron. But Cameron is the brunette Cody Brown's hair. They have the same hair. And you know who else does? Tony. Tony McKelty's husband. McKelty's husband, Tony, Cody Brown, and Cameron. I want them in a lineup. So much hair. Um, Okay, so Tom Sandoval, you know, he says, I'm here because I want to get punished. They shot this a long time ago. I want to say they shot this probably 
two months ago, or I mean, two months or three months after Scandal was going on when he was really getting getting beat down in a public setting. Uh, okay, yeah, he definitely, listen, this is a good move for him. If he says that out loud, I do think it's a good move because anytime someone publicly Fs up, the worst thing they can do is not take accountability, not say I'm sorry and not you know, publicly say like, how can I make this better? I personally think that Tom has done that. I know. I know it's not so popular. A lot of you guys really want me to hate Tom Sandoval, but I'm over hating Tom Sandoval. Now, that being said, we haven't watched this next season. And if he does come off looking like a douche canoe, I will hate him again. So you haven't lost me yet to Tom Sandoval, but let's see what happens tonight. What if Tom Sandoval, there's no one. I was going to say, what if Tom comes to support Ariana? Who is going to support Ariana tonight? I'm going to bet it's going to be Sheena and Katie Maloney. I bet those two. Oh, and then probably her besties, like Brad, you know, like her Brad and Logan or whatever their names are. I think like those are the people, right? I don't know. Anyway, did you guys watch that show last night? Okay. <laughs> See all these things. It's like, okay. Anyway, we got a lot of like mundane stuff today, but I'm trying to make it fun. It's like Dorinda. We're making it fun with Donna Bowling. That's my new show. It's called Making It Fun with Donna Bowling. Um, daily dose of making it fun. Taylor Swift and Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, not Kelkey, like I've heard a couple people pronounce. We do have some documented thoughts of what happened on that famed Sunday night. So Travis obviously played on Sunday. Travis is on the Chiefs. He played the Bears. Taylor was up in the box. And according to Dumois, she found out that they weren't sure 100% that Taylor was going to be there in that box until the next morning. I mean, until the morning before, so Saturday. Now, a lot of really cute clips have come out on TikTok where Travis is looking up at the box and smiling and telling someone, like, look who's there. And all the people are like, whoa, that's Taylor Swift. And Patrick Mahomes is, like, waving up there. I mean, it's kind of cute. Apparently, um. You know, there was a, a mix of people in the box. Some of them were his people. Some of them were her people. But Dumois, oh, oh, and then after they left, they went to a restaurant until like 1 a.m. Then they went on a party bus and they didn't get home until 5 or 6 a.m. And a, a, allegedly Donna Kelsey, Travis's mom, was partying until 2 a.m. Did you realize that football players party their asses off after the games? Do you think this is an every weekend event or do you think this is only – a Taylor Swift event. I want to know, do do NFL players, because in my opinion, or what I thought, were that NFL players right after the games, like they just go straight to eating, you know, a big meal and go right to bed. Like, because it's a big, it's crazy times, right? You've got to wake up the next morning, go straight to the, straight to the conditioning. So I don't know. I mean, oh, they party hard. Do they party hard always during season? So I don't know how these things work, you guys. You, you tell me, I'm going to become a football fan. By the end of, you know, in the next couple of weeks, three weeks, four weeks, I think I'm going to become very into football. I will be a Dancing with the Stars pro. And, you know, what else? What else? I, I mean, I'll, I'll do it for you guys. Do it for the show. Oh, I'll become a polygamist. Lots of, lots of things I'm doing for you guys. So anyway, they partied their asses off. It sounds like they're very touchy-feely from some eyewitnesses. They think they're like very, um, you know into each other. 
Apparently, they've been dating for a few times. Now, Dumois found someone gave Dumois a set of notes. And I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you guys see this? On these notes, they're handwritten notes that apparently were left in the box. The Travis and Taylor, I mean, the Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift's or Travis's mom's box. And what these, these notes said were basically cheat sheet, Cliff's notes on the Chiefs. And what they're saying is that these notes were left as cheat sheet for Taylor. Like, remember who the famous chiefs were and remember some things about like some notes and some, um, you know, facts about the chiefs, like who their mascot is or when the last time they won. I do not believe it. I saw that thing and I said, this is the biggest BS. Number one, if Taylor, if someone did give Taylor Swift notes, she's not bringing them and like pulling them out at the event to like read them. And then she's definitely not leaving them at the event. So I think it was all BS in my opinion. Okay. What other store stories? So are you guys team Taylor and Travis or not? It will be an interesting thing. Okay. Britney Spears is dancing with knives. But they're not the real knives. Now, you guys, I stopped following Britney Spears a long time ago. I really couldn't do it. I just don't have the ability to follow someone who I think is going down a serious mental, like, spiral. That's what I think. It's hard for me to watch. It's not interesting. It's not pretty. It's not cute. It's not funny. It's depressing and dark. Okay? She's dancing with what she says are fake, um, like, uh what's it called? Fake Halloween knives, prop knives, but she's dancing very serious. And you know what she's dancing to? Remember that song? Like, um, was it by like the Enigma or something? Like it's one of those like nineties, like you would go to a meditation class. Um, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not interested and I don't care. And that is so sad to say as someone that used to be a Britney's Britney fan. I don't really want to waste a lot of time talking about Britney. I'd rather waste time talking about sister wives, right? You know, it just feels like just depressing. And then you hear that her mom, Lynn, is now substitute teaching at $15 an hour because she can't afford money or life. She doesn't have money. Like way to like go downhill, you know? And finally, finally, finally. I'm going to do some deep diving because there are some rumors going around the internets, the interwebs about Dak Shepard maybe not being as good of a guy as we've always thought he was. Dak Shepard has like a little bit of a troubled past. As you guys know, Dak Shepard, former actor, Parenthood, shout out, best show on TV, best show. But he was also on Punked and a bunch of different different things. He has one of the most popular podcasts, Armchair Expert. He's married to um, Kristen Bell. And he is, uh, he's known as like a pretty good dude, but he has got like former substance abuse problems. He used to be friends with Ashton Kutcher, who is on my shit list. I don't know about you guys. Ashton Kutcher is on mine. Um, so a lot of people are apparently saying that he is a little bit of a, he's not as good as we want him to be. So he's mentioned some things about Taylor Swift in the last couple of weeks that have been a little bit off-putting. I guess he had a weird conversation with Jonathan Van Ness about trans rights. Jonathan Van Ness, that uh, JVN from Queer Eye. I'm going to have to listen to it. 
I'm going to get back to you guys. I will do my best. Tomorrow, on tomorrow's show, I will, of course, be talking about all the things that I talk about on Wednesday. Plus, we have, um, you know, my Dancing with the Stars. But then I'm going to do a Patreon and I'm going to do a deep dive. Tomorrow, I think I'll do a deep dive on the Dax Shepard stuff and a Rachel Hollis deep dive. And those of you guys that know, you know, I was obsessed with Rachel Hollis and her now deceased ex-husband, Dave Hollis. If you guys are interested in any of this guru, you know, motivational speaker stuff that I used to be obsessed with and I drank the Kool-Aid and then I fell right, right off of that quickly. Um, you're going to want to download the Patreon app, subscribe to my Patreon. I drop new episodes every single Wednesday and it will be a really interesting episode because I want to talk about the Hollises and all of that shit forever. And if you're, if you're not really aware of the Hollises, just know they have ties to like Ed Milet and Jenna Kutcher and Brendan Burchard and Tony Robbins and like all of those people. So if you're interested in hearing, you know, maybe not such lovely things about them, you're going to like it. All right, you guys, thank you so much for being part of the show. I'm going to go and get ready because I've got to go off to Dancing with the Stars. Please continue to follow my Instagram at this is Donna Bowling. Follow, and that's where I DM. If you guys want to DM me, don't DM on TikTok and don't DM on Facebook. The best the, you can you can write something on the Facebook group because I see all of those, but the best way to contact me is DMing on Instagram. So I am excited to uh, get into all of that with you guys, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.